Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to tunein.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Guidance is internal. Ignition sequence starts. Five, four, three, two, one, zero. All engine running. Liftoff. We have a liftoff. Permission to board, please. Permission to come aboard. Permission to board. Permission to board. Do I have some permission to board that sweet mothership? This is the Permission Granted Podcast. Here's DA. Welcome inside the PGP, the Permission Granted Podcast, the show about the show, the show within the show. Download, download us on the normal DA show podcast feed. Just search the DA show on your favorite podcast platform. Also, you can listen to us on its own podcast feed, the Permission Granted podcast feed. Simply search Permission Granted. And remember that the DA show in its entirety available in podcast form. Listen to it when you want to listen to it. It's DA On Demand on those same podcast feeds. So, today we went over the difficulty listeners have had finding CBS Sports Radio and the DA show on a smart speaker. And then got an email from one of our bosses about the difficulty of all of this with the IT department and that they're aware of the problem, they're working on the problem. Do you think we made a problem worse, a bad situation worse for the company by talking openly about the problems we've had? I'm going to say no difference one way or another. I think all it did was prompt somebody in management who's aware of the problem to tell us they are aware of the problem with no real solutions to the problem. Didn't seem like there's any solution. No. As a matter of fact, when briefly talking to said person who sent email in person, it was almost laughed at like, eh, what are you going to do? So I, <laughs> I don't know that anything's getting fixed quicker because we talked about it. We were describing how if you told Alexa, Echo, any one of your smart speakers, play CBS Sports Radio, it used to be able to find it. For some reason, voice prompt, voice command is now not doing it. It's it's not being able to find it. Some, we've had a listener to say that when you say play CBS Sports Radio, it finds Fox Sports Radio. <laughs> That'd be an issue. That is Very finding much. the direct competitor. Um, and that apparently CBS, you've said, triggers a television search. And so Alexa's finding a CBS-related property like Paramount+. Plus. Yeah, or at least Google is. So if you have any of these, a lot of times what you are now could do, obviously, is you link your speakers to your cable system if your cable system allows it, or your TVs, your smart TVs. So 
the, the word CBS, instead of ever thinking about CBS Sports Radio, because why would you, is only triggering finding CBS television via Paramount Plus on an app. So you mentioned CBS Sports Radio, and it's like almost like the short circuits into it's got to be TV, it's got to be TV, it's got to be TV. That seems to be an issue. So then we had told listeners, say, presented by Odyssey or by Odyssey, which is an, the, our company name that just rebranded from Entercom, which had purchased CBS Radio. Mm-hmm. So we've gone through three iterations of our company name. But that Odyssey is not helping anybody find it as well, or Alexa, the smart speakers? No. Odyssey, very early on, that would be the trigger. And I guess it would be, depending on your smart speaker, they could find it. But now, again, this was meant to be a joke, but it's serious. Since Paramount Plus has parachuted in and staked their flag, it does sound like now you're even looking, play CBS Sports Radio by Odyssey, it's triggering play the show Odyssey on Paramount Plus. The show Odyssey, O-D-D-O-D-Y-S-S-Y or something. Don't walk yourself into a spelling trap like I normally would. And we're spelled Odyssey, A-U-D-A-C-A-Y. Which, by the way, was not a new company. It was Intercom rebranding the company as such because they obviously thought it would be revolutionary and changing all of this. Little did they know it has really stubbed our toes with smart speakers here. We are in real trouble trying to find us. But I do have a question. I have never tried this, DA. Maybe you have as well. At least because our podcasts are archived on the Odyssey app. If we went home and just said play the DA show, would we play today's DA show? You know, I don't know. Uh, my wife does that. That's how she listens to us. But I don't know specifically what she asks for. Okay. I'm going to play around with that. I wonder if that would come up with today's show and it would just roll into the podcast. Yeah. If you could just say play the DA show, it wouldn't pull up us live, I don't think. No, it would probably be whatever was most recently archived on the app which is obviously navigated through a smart speaker it would pull up our podcast of the show probably right. might be the last hour hour number four or the best of because that's the last thing that loads best up which is okay yeah that's that's fine but then again just by saying the word show you could get 43 different shows that pop up it may not focus on the da part yeah, so I don't know how we're going to fix that one. Didn't seem like we're getting anywhere closer. But we're also not closer, I don't know, to fixing the simulcast. Now, this is a problem over the last two weeks. We came back to the studio three weeks ago, and it was working for the first two days, three days. I think I was here for a three-day week right after the 4th of July. Right. When I came back Monday the following week, that was your first day. Right. It was on the fritz. Then over the weekend, there was a power surge, reportedly. Yes, but it was already on the fritz before the power surge, so it does feel like somebody's covering for something with the power surge. Ah, so that threw our technology for a loop. Cap has been wrestling with it with our digital department, and now we are a week and two shows, a week and two days. So we had four shows last week because I was off Friday. Did you guys have a simulcast on Friday? No, that was the funny part. There is no stream today. I repeat, there is no video stream today. Our Wizard of Watch DA, Andrew Kaplan, after a rough week of trying to figure (laughs) out what went wrong, has finally taken a day off. So radio only, baby. All of our great affiliates, Sirius XM 206, and of course, the Odyssey app. Download that Odyssey app. Um, I didn't think I'd feel this way ever, but without video, I actually miss seeing you this morning. It's a little weird that there's not a little box at the top of my computer screen with all of our smiling faces on them looking back at me. 
it's weird to be doing just radio. I don't know where to look right now. I mean, you know, when there is no video, it allows us to do what we want, and I could basically do the show in a tank top with half a nipple falling out. Cap completely took off. He said, to heck with this. DA is off, and I am tired of dealing with this department. I am I am bagged out. It was a bare-bones operation. It was me, Bogues, Pete, and basically crickets. So, well, Marco did your updates, right? Oh, I'm sorry. That's not fair to Marco. Marco did do our updates. He's not big on giving scores in the updates, but he did our updates. He's not? You wait. Marco is due in Thursday. Well, you'll you'll get a taste of him on Thursday this week. Marco, for some reason, as an update anchor, finds giving scores from the night before a bit of a waste of time. He's big on just giving you stories. So we have had a lot of fun with this, and I think Marco gets it, or I think he doesn't, and the listeners have seemed to got it. Where And then Marco's also not fully listening to the show, so he'll hammer a story that maybe we just really dove into 20 minutes earlier and be looking for our reaction to it. Huh. It has really created kind of a wink-wink funny situation with Marco doing updates. So who's in tomorrow for Bogues? Erica Herskowitz will be in on Wednesday's show. I've already communicated with her. She might have a stun to a news story ready to go. Then we get a Marco on Thursday. And then Friday it's Marco. No you, no Bogus, just me, and they won't find a producer. So I am basically doing college radio on Friday. I have to do almost everything except run the board. So it's you and Pete. It's me and Pete and Marco if he's listening. <laughs> That's Friday's show. Okay, so now it's going to be a throwback to the pork store. I might even throw a pork store open in there. Let's have some have fun with your pork store. Yeah. When you were doing your own show overnights so on the weekends many moons ago now. Yeah, that 12-episode run. It was you... It was a board op and an update guy, right? Oh, no. It was taped updates. It was me and the board op. The update guy canned his last one whenever that last West Coast game was over, and by the time we were on the air, we didn't even see anybody. Okay. So it's going to be a throwback. We'll look forward to it. We'll have fun with it. It's a Friday. It's the summer. So the simulcast thing is weird because you can always watch us at watchda.com and on Twitch, but... The equipment's all busted. Cap didn't know when he's going to get it, when they're going to fix it for him. He's trying to work through all this. So he has now pirated our video feed. I'm now doing it over Zoom with my own camera that we were using from the, the home offices on a tripod without using any equipment that is known to CBS Sports Radio. We're, we're pirating everything. That's why today, if you were watching, and now Cap has put the live feed on YouTube. We right. have the clips to post post-production, but live we're watching it on YouTube because Cap can feed the Zoom into YouTube. He's putting the graphics on it, but he's feeding it into Zoom. Your camera is your phone, and you were holding it for Trash Tuesday and then swinging it around to Pete on his trash. I'm trying to navigate it, trying to do what we can to make sure we get Pete on camera as well. So it's really looking it's real ugly. budget. And I could have brought the laptop back in that I was using Though I gave a day at rest after taking, because it's my wife's laptop, she has the better Zoom camera. She prefers it be home if she needs to run for it or something like that, and I not be in the city with it. But after yesterday's events, or Monday's events, I should say, depending on when you're listening to this, where I brought the laptop in and her keys and wallet, I gave it a day. I figured, you know what, let me just leave the laptop home today. Right. Now, I set a separate camera up apart from my laptop. You're using your laptop camera, which sometimes goes right up your nose. Right, but when I was working from home, I had it very much elevated up so that it wasn't like that. But here, there's just not enough room in the studio. So in many ways, we've downgraded the simulcast by coming into the studio. Oh, yeah. Which is insane. 
How could we all work from home and have a better home setup than the studios they demanded us come back to? It doesn't make any sense. Well, yeah. Look, it's a whole thing. So, Cab started by working with us in studio. But he's now home again. Uh, we'll see him after Labor Day. Is he <laughs> is he working from home because of this whole for cock the broken simulcast situation? Or is he just going, you know what? I don't have to be in there. Kind of like Bogues. I'm not going back in. A little bit of both. I think he came back and basically whatever he uses from his home device or devices is what he had to use here to have the simulcast work because whatever's broken with our cameras, that's the big to-do that he works on. So if all he's doing is bringing every piece of equipment from home in to sit in the studio to operate, he has thrown up his hand and said, well, nobody's telling me that I have to be here. Why would I be here if I'm bringing in all my own home equipment that I've been using that to operate from home? And frankly, I agree with him. I absolutely agree with him. If you have to haul all your stuff from home in, why should you be coming in? He does technically he does his job more effectively right now based on the lack of equipment here yeah. from home. Yeah. Yeah. So it kind of feels like we're all flying by the seat of our pants yeah. here. We're making up the rules as we go along. Yeah. And look, the shows have been good. And I'm sure the listeners haven't noticed, but there has definitely been an element of just not smoothness in returning to studio for all of us. Well, they've noticed it from the simulcast standpoint because they've been you know. I guess that's true. They've been complaining and all of that, yes. But audio-wise, you probably, the show no. sounds good and everything yeah. like that. Yes. No, if anything, audio-wise, it probably sounds better because we're not all on our own separate mics, right. uh, Zoom feeds, basically. And robotic laughs, right? Yeah. None of that. Yeah. So today we had an assistant producer, Pat Boyle. He was filling in. And, yes. And uh, how was his first day? So this is where I get. He was shadowing you guys. Didn't really do anything, just shadowed. Yeah, so I get a real kick out of this, and I haven't seen it in about two years since pre-pandemic. One of my favorite peel-back-the-curtain things about the DA show is whenever we bring in somebody new to train, and we've had to train Connor Green in the past, Sam Rubinoff, boy, I get a kick out of Pete the Body training people. I I just, there's something about it that feels a little HBO, NFL hard knocks-ish, where... Pete really loves feeling important when he trains somebody. And I I don't it's hard to describe unless you witness it. But Pat Boyle came in today, and a lot of times you'll get somebody green behind the ears, maybe not experienced radio, and we really want to mold them into our own. Pat Boyle has worked at WFAN running every show from their afternoon show to their midday show to their overnight show, which is part of the reason that he was recommended to us because he has so much experience. And there's Pete, I mean, basically teaching him like he's a college student. Like, he has no idea what he's doing. Basically only let him touch our board, our controls, once in the four hours on his first day when he does multiple shows where he runs controls in New York's radio station. So it's not like it was learning a different language to him. But Pete has to overemphasize how important his job is and what he does and how hard it is to do what Pete does. And he does it in such a Pete way that I think Pete... Pat's first day went brilliantly, but a lot of times I just look and I'm like, I feel so bad for these guys. I feel so bad. It's just the way Pete talks to them, the way Pete illustrates it. It it really is must-see TV in person. I was asking you some question about Monday Night Football and the Peyton Manning booth, and I could, I could see Pete was talking. And so I thought he was talking to you, and he's talking and he's looking at you, basically, or looking forward at me. So I'm like, oh, they're going on. They've got something going on behind the scenes with you know, sound or whatever. 
And then I can see you holding your ear waiting yeah. to jump in. So I'm like, oh, Pete must be talking to Pat. I couldn't see Pat because he was behind both of you guys. It's funny you noticed that because I actually had to say to Pete during Tuesday's show, I said, Pete, I love you. I said, but whether it's me and you catching up for the last week and a half or now with the training, and I understand you have to train, it's more important. I said, I got to be honest, buddy. I am way more distracted now than I was with two dogs barking at home. 100% more distracted. There's just a lot going on. And I oftentimes, and this isn't a bad thing with Pete training. He, I think I'm getting a little irritated because he's repeating himself multiple times on something that's very clear that Pat understands. And then I hear that, hear that, and then you're trying to talk, and it's you know we're trying to chime in on a segment. There's just it's a lot going on back there during a Pilates training session. There's a lot, but in the end, if we get the next Connor Green out of it or something like that, it benefits the show long run. Just the training is something else. Well, does this go back to the car crash of Shep, where the yes. training that Shep didn't do well with that style of training and kind of maybe ignored a lot of it? There is so much connected there with the car crash of Shep, and that is accurate. Shep's cerebralness did not match Pete's overemphasis of importance, and it was like the worst combo. It's like putting a Mentos in a Coke bottle and seeing it explode. And I think then as a result, it poured out on the air. Our bosses had to get involved with not having Shep. So now you have Pete overdoing what he did with Shep, because in his mind, Shep didn't get it. So these guys really have to get it. And on top of our bosses now waiting months and weeks to cherry pick guys that they think won't blow up and throw <laughs> up all over themselves like Shep. And then walking them into that trap with Pete. It is so fascinating. If I mean, maybe people don't care. But if you work on the show or at least sit from my chair, I find every breadcrumb of it fascinating. I really do. <laughs> And it really feels like it is hard knocks, right? Like, this is Danny Amendola no, trying to make the Cowboys that year. You Like, Pat Boyle, and you got basically Bilotti's like Rob Ryan trying to coach him through <laughs> and see if he lasts. Can he make the squad? Can he make the 53? So we'll see how Pat does. Um, I got one last thing that I want to jump in on. There's a T-shirt behind you. It's a Nathan's Hot Dog T-shirt, okay? Oh, boy. Why don't you grab that T-shirt? I want to know what year that T-shirt is because that's from us. That is from our competition with Badlands one year. First of all, it is already, it's yellowed. Like this, just sitting here, it's yellowed. It almost looks like this T-shirt's been sitting in a car where somebody smokes all the cigarettes. <laughs> Look on the back. I think that there's dates. It's a small. Okay. Yeah. This is promoting... The 2018 oh Nathan's God. Hot Dog Eating Contest. So we are over three years old. <laughs> and this was perfectly folded. And this was that we probably left it in this studio. Yeah. Which means it just sat in the same spot yeah. in this studio mm -hmm. through a pandemic, mm -hmm. through multiple vaccinations, through different World Series champions and such over the last three <laughs> years. And sat here and it is, yeah, it's a white shirt with the Uncle Sam holding a hot dog and the Nathan's logo. And you can see it's yellowed. So that T-shirt was made before Tom Brady was ever a Buccaneer. Incredible. And it's been sitting here ever since. Yeah, I believe. 
That was made in early 2017 because that's the entire series of qualifiers with the dates on the back to get to July 4th, 2018. Which means that we hadn't even played the season where the Rams played the Patriots in the Super Bowl (laughs) with the pass interference at the Superdome. So if that feels like a long time ago, this T-shirt's been sitting there. This T-shirt was sitting here in that position the day the pass interference was or wasn't caught. Forget New Orleans. This shirt had been sitting here since then. That T-shirt was knitted (laughs) or made by a machine (laughs) when the Chicago Cubs were World Series champions going into the 2017 summer. Incredible. Ben Zobra still married. (laughs) Yeah. He was winning the MVP. That's the type of stuff we're working with over here. So what's coming up on side B? So side B, Bogus uh, really tries to get inside my head and try to explain the count thing again (laughs) because we really lost track of that on the end of Tuesday's show. That's the bulk of it. Plus, I flat out asked Bogus, would he want to be on the BAM bus? And even before his wife, did he ever consider at least going on dates with multiple women? So we had a lot of fun with that piggybacking on. So plenty coming up here on side B. Okay. Here it is, side B. Side B, the PGP is here. It's Mraz, your host of Side B, the executive producer of the DA show, the person who loves all the counts in the world, joined by Andrew Bogish, the bogeyman. Howdy doody do to you. Yeah, I'm I'm doing well. Uh, to be honest, it's minutes after your count breakdown, and um, I am still flustered and bewildered and once again befuddled by the strange thoughts that bounce around your head about certain topics, this one being about counts and chocolate for breakfast okay so the beauty of the pgp here is not knowing which avenue we're going to go to on a little post show wrap-up so the end of tuesday's show advanced analytics involves obviously da's i'm going to call it a bizarre take of hating the counting for Giannis on the free throws as da's love affair with the bucks ever continues throughout this postseason by the time you're listening to this the bucks might be champions so i should just be shutting my mouth but now for now mraz's favorite counter is count chocula your favorite counter, Count Chocula? Definitely. And a very underrated variety of cereal to go with it. He counts, and he gives you chocolate, and then at the end, your milk becomes chocolate milk, and you didn't even stir it. You drink it. I think he's getting it mixed up with the Count and <laughs> Count Chocula. Well, right. Remember that <laughs> the Count is the count from Sesame Street. And he's right. one, two, three. Now, Count Chocula is just like Count Dracula. He's yeah, just like they're a like vamp- cousins. They're like a vampire. Because the Count's a vampire too, isn't he? Well, the Count on Sesame Street, yeah, he's like a fake vampire. Right, so think about it. What are the odds you have two counting vampires? They have to be related. Right, I'm just saying that Count Chocula doesn't necessarily count through anything. That's kind of a sesame... Well, then why wouldn't his name be Doug Chocula or Chocolate Chocula? <laughs> why is Count Dracula's name Count Dracula? Well, that's... Wait, hold on. Count Dracula's another guy? <laughs> wait, there's the Count? There's Count Chocula, and you're telling me there's a Count Dracula? So now we have three vampires all with the Count name. Dracula, Dracula's full name, his formal name that he signs on documents and puts in his credit card is Count Dracula. I didn't know that. So why are vampires associated with counting? <laughs> no, only the one from Sesame Street is. Hold on. So the count counts, but two people named the count don't count? <laughs> That's right. But all are vampires. Yes, the count is like is like in, in old Europe. He's like, you know, part of some type of I royalty. He's the count. 
we got into my favorite count being Count Chocula. He sits there. He's a vampire. He loves, I thought he loved counting, and that's why he was called the Count, and it's a great chocolate cereal. Obviously, Count Dracula was brought to my attention, and we know the Count, who's also a vampire. Would you not say, Bogues, a little confusing if all of these Counts are vampires, but only one is actually counting? No, because they come from Dracula, and I don't know the exact right terms to describe the word count and, like, what it means as a title or whatever, but, like, I know that that's the starting point, so I'm not tripped up by the other count, whether they're selling me cereal or on Sesame Street, and I know that he, the one on Sesame Street counts because he's a count, like, but it starts with the term count from Dracula. That's why he looks the way he does. That's why his name is. And then the fun part is he counts as if count was about numbers. So like, I I guess what I'm confused by is that your starting point is the count on Sesame Street. So you think all vampires like to count and then you work to the other counts, whereas everyone else starts at Dracula and then understands the joke from Sesame Street. Well, see, I don't think that's right because I think you are introduced to Sesame Street before you're introduced to Dracula. So for many people, their first introduction to a vampire is the count who counts. And then if you find out later on, like, oh, okay, this is Count Dracula... Uh, my immediate assumption is going to be that, that the Dracula also counts. Not that count is like the word Bob in Transylvania. Right. So you're not wrong in that people f- find Sesame Street before Dracula, but I, I do think that you are in the minority in then the way your brain triggers from there once you connect Sesame Street and Dracula. I think most people then like reverse engineer and go, oh, now I get it. That's why he counts because he's a count, not, oh, I guess all vampires like to count. I think that is where you're on an island here, as per usual. But so, okay, so cereal, though, is targeted at children. It's not targeted at adults. So Mm -hmm. wouldn't it make sense if Count Dracula actually was targeted off the count, then Count Dracula? Well, okay, but but Dracula is a... And I, I, I know I'm probably going to step in the wrong facts here, but like that story is hundreds of years old. Like there's no change. Like everything comes from that. There's no changing that. The serial Sesame Street all came long after Dracula and the idea of Count Dracula and vampires. All like those things are hundreds, if not thousands, of years old. So that's where it starts. You can't change that. And I, and I think most people connect dots in the way that I've connected them, not the way that you've connected them. Okay, well let's shift away from the Count and Count Dracula to something that obviously needs to be discussed and that is a big revelation during Trash Tuesday that DA's cat has its own bedroom. Now I know we've had this kind of reveal itself before, but I don't think we've taken the time to stop and deep dive and think about this. If we think about the trajectory of the DA show, maybe you're a new listener. Maybe you've only joined us since we've been in mornings or over the pandemic or in past couple months and you haven't followed the DA show in its CBS Sports Radio days for eight years. But there is a time where DA hated nothing more than people posting pictures of their pets online. Now, he doesn't post a lot of Rosie on Instagram. That will be his defense. But to go from that and not understanding the pet thing to having a cat have its own bedroom in your house and then that cat being so used to having its own bedroom that it is now waking da up earlier than he has to be because it's thrown off by the wiener dogs and the in-laws coming in from rhode island 
Yeah, now I assume Rosie has it decorated and like doesn't have pictures of her mom and dad cat on a nightstand next to her. Like, so like it's it's a guest room, right? And she just likes to sleep in there. Like she's claimed that spot for herself. Well, maybe she but has a right cow in, chocula poster or something. It's possible, but you're right in that that da. And we all change. We all mature. We all have you know get different likes or dislikes. See things differently as time goes on. But this guy's got a hit list of things that he's just checking off that he used to destroy you and others for that he now is exactly guilty of. I mean, he can't, couldn't stand dog people. I'm pretty sure he crushed you one day for dressing up your dogs in different costumes. How ridiculous is that? And sure, That's we might not point. see it on social media, but but we know clearly how much Rosie is in charge of his life. Plus, we are inundated with fish pictures and river pictures. Here come my hobbies. Eh. I don't want to see yours, but here come mine. Ah. And when there's a baby DA, we know that he's going to completely dwarf anything that you do with Taylor right now. As it he's should. going to be all gung-ho right. at that kid. Of course, ex- exactly, which is the point to begin with is... And I'm with him on, to a certain extent on the dog front, but everybody's got their own thing. Whether it's smoking ribs, catching fish, raising daughters, whatever it is, people are going to throw that out there on social media. You, so you brought up two golden points that need to be emphasized there. DA might have, I had to have done on the air, right, where he crushed me for having Halloween costumes for my dogs. I would argue that dressing a dog in a Halloween costume, which is sold at every pet store right in that front rack around October, September, is not as bad as making sure in a whole house that your cat has its own bed, its own room. Basically, I, I wouldn't be shocked if Rosie the cat has its own cable box in that house. <laughs> she's got her own version of the BAM bus playing in, <laughs> at night while she's in there. Mom and dad are sleeping. Let me throw my TV on, see what's going on on the bus. Now, pre-marrying your beautiful wife, dating your beautiful wife there, Bogues, what were the, was there ever a point in time that you spoke to multiple women, even if you weren't dating them at the same time? Maybe no. at least attempted never, a date? Never in my life. Never in okay. my life. Because that obviously was the stun to a news story on Tuesday. That So this one, a submission from listener J.J. Conway. And we've experienced uh, this genre before, a man caught dating multiple women. But this one has a unique twist. So this 20-year-old Boise resident was dating at least three women Oh, this is a Boise story, huh? Yeah, maybe he's a listener. Who knows? Maybe he's going to call in next segment uh-huh. and defend himself. Uh, one of the ladies got suspicious because other women were texting him and there were flirty comments on his social media posts. So she did some digging, found another woman's Instagram page, and on there were pictures of the same guy who was now both oh. of their boyfriends. Morgan Tabor eventually connected with Abby Roberts. The dude was with Abby in Utah when he said he had to go to back to Boise to see his family, but he went to Morgan's house instead. Oh. However, the two women were FaceTiming, discussing him being horrible when he showed up at the second house, so Morgan showed him the phone, who she was talking to, and that was the beginning of the end for all of this. But here's the twist. These two women and another one of this guy's girlfriends, Becca King, are now friends. Whoa! They bought an old school bus, renovated it, and are spending the summer 
driving around yes! enjoying America. Yes! At last check, they were in Bozeman, Montana, camping and hiking. Okay. You can follow their summer on Instagram. The account is, and I'll say this slowly, the BAM bus. Uh, BAM being their first initials. Uh, uh, uh. And I was just there. It has really fancy followers. Like I guess this story has gotten some legs. Like Reese Witherspoon is following these women jilted lovers spending the summer together enjoying the upper Midwest. This is amazing! This guy had three girlfriends, multiple states. They end up linking up. Now they're friends going through the country in the BAM bus. And we talked about how, like, unbelievably overwhelming that must be. And I was just curious. So, I would say probably in high school I wasn't dating, per se, anybody, but I was certainly wooing multiple girls, striking out on all of them, of course. I can't imagine absolutely getting yeses for multiple women at once and carrying on these relationships throughout states. Yes. Did I was I trying to to make multiple girls my girlfriend at one time? Right. That definitely it's, happened. Right, but like when I when one of them said yes, she would have been the winner and we would have been done. Right, exactly. You're trying to explore different trade possibilities and everything you could do, but once you find your prize free agent, you lock it down. Who needs that kind of work? Who needs that kind of effort? Unbelievable, but I guess Boogs, would you say that the BAM bus is something that you would uh, love to hop aboard this this summer? Well, but let me say this: I get I, not in his defense. You can date multiple people at one time if everybody knows what's going on. Like, right. if everybody's aware of the situation. And then maybe that is fun, seeing a different person on Wednesday and then Thursday and then Friday, different types oh, of people, different whatever. I mean, it sounds expensive. It sounds exhausting. And I could definitely, I would definitely be confusing details. Like, what did your parents do? What's your job? Where did we go the other day? Did we have this conversation? Like, that's where I would trip myself up on. The problem becomes this dude told all of these girls they was just them, and it clearly was. And so that's where he messes up. Um, but no, I'm good on the BAM bus. It seems, it's, first of all, it's very far away, right? I mean, you've been to Boise. Two hours I know past it's kind of close to Pittsburgh. Yep. Right. So, I mean, it's, it, it just seems far away. And I don't know. You know me. I'm, I'm more of an indoors person. Like, Rosie's an indoor cat. I'm an indoor person. I don't need to be outside mountains, lakes. Well, I do like a lake, but like rivers and mountains and sleeping in a bus like that. I'm not, I'm not cut out for that. All right. Well, to summarize, DA has a cat room. There's a BAM bus trucking along the Midwest, and Bogish is an indoor person. Bogues, thank you so much for another lovely side B. I want you to have a howdy-doody-do heck of a week, and tell everybody where they could follow you on Twitter. Well, first of all, thank you again for having me on Side B. I really do appreciate no that. Problem. I assume Connor was not available, so he went back to me. So thank you, though. He was not. Uh, and if you, yeah, if, uh, on Twitter, at Andrew Bogish. And on Twitter and Instagram, at CBS Bogish on vacation the rest of the week. Bogish, where are you going? Uh, we got a little uh, little Poconos house um, rental with the little pod of people we have spent most our time with in the last Is 16, right? 17 months. We had, so we we had headed to way. Woodlock Pines? Where are we going? No, East Stroudsburg, I believe, oh. is the town. It's just a, it's a regular house. There's a pool in the back, and we're going to get there and not leave for two days, apparently. A guy, a guy we know went to college in East Stroudsburg, Tommy Lugauer. How about that? How What's about that? What college is there? That's the producer of Boomer, uh, not Boomer, I'm sorry, Carton and Roberts on WFAN. Uh, what, I, don't, I think East Stroudsburg University. It's a college oh, town. Oh, okay. I'll, I'll drop his name in town, see what happens. So, it may not be a good thing. There may be a BAM bus with his name on it. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Have a great week, everyone. Bogues, enjoy vacation. Thanks, Sean. And that'll wrap it for this PGP.
TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. Back clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 